This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome into episode 38 of Press Pass. I'm Kayla Anderson, joined by the one, the only, Gabriella Giovanni, And it is time that we share with you all what is going on with our new format. This is when we're going to pretty much lay it all out there, Ella. I'm so excited. I, If anyone follows us on social media, which I hope you do, you know, we've been teasing things throughout the week and last week when you were here in Philadelphia. And last night, finally, a few people just messaged me and they said, okay, I just need to know what is going on because, you know, we've been putting it out there for so long that there's a change coming and the day has finally come. Scream it from the rooftops, what we have going on. Yeah. So we have gone through a couple different changes since we first became a podcast almost about a year ago. And so this is something that we felt like would really hit home with a lot of our sports listeners and just in terms of how popular uh, this sport is. I think that we're all excited to announce that we are going to be going to a completely college football-based podcast. And Ella, why don't you just, we're, we're keeping the same name, so why don't you explain everything in terms of that, first of all? Yes. So we're still Press Pass, but we're Press Pass, a college football podcast. So all college football, all the time. Obviously, we'll still be mixing in some fun things from around the sports world, but now as You know, training camp is finally here for college football. We're going to get into it here in the coming weeks before kickoff. I am so excited. Anybody that knows me knows I love college football. Um, So I feel like a kid in a candy store today to finally be able to announce it and get this thing going. Okay. And I think the biggest thing about this college football podcast is because there is so much interest in college football because it is before that professional level. It's before these guys get paid. So there is some kind of, I guess, appeal with college football just because it's so fun and these guys are still doing it without, you know, all the incentives added onto it. And so I think that's what we're excited to bring you is just some of the inside look at some of these programs, really breaking down games on a weekly basis, and then really talking about some of the fun, cool, interesting things that go on in college football. Maybe the headlines that you don't always see on ESPN that we kind of dig for and like to break down and talk about. So that's really what we're going to be doing on a weekly basis when it comes to this podcast. Yeah, there's definitely in college football so many storylines and so many things to talk about all the time. And I'm excited to break down those hot topics with you, of course, while talking about, you know, wrapping up that weekend in college football and looking ahead. And once you get deep into the season, you really can start talking about what the playoff scenarios may look like and things like that. 
I'm excited to get going in that regard. But I guess for some people maybe who are just tuning in or are loyal listeners of Press Pass and maybe not know, um, both of us attended big college football schools, U Washington State, me Ohio State. So there's a passion for us that runs deep. Obviously, um, you know, I say to people all the time, I can tell you things about Ohio State, but you don't understand what it's like waking up on a Saturday on a college campus of a big football school unless you, you've done it before. It's just a totally different feel and excitement level. And please, I would donate an organ just to go back one day, one Saturday morning and do it all again as a student. But I think and I hope our passions of experiencing that in our past really come through in this podcast as well. Yeah, I think the excitement, just the natural, you know, love for the sport is apparent with both of us. Like you were saying, uh, you went to a college that is very well known in terms of college football, but it's in a pretty big city. I went to a college that is just a college in the middle of the rolling Palouse. And when I went to Washington State there, it was very big time. The football program was really good. And then it went through a huge, huge dip. And now it's kind of the revival with Mike Leach back at Washington State. So I'm back really excited about the program in the past couple of years. So it's almost like really rejuvenating almost in a way because college football programs, what's the beauty of it? And I guess bad part about it for fans is it goes through their up and time. They go through their up and down and down times. And so it is kind of fun because right now Alabama is dominating everything. Right. But who knows in two years, if Nick Saban retires, if it's going to be the Alabama program that when I went into Montgomery, Alabama and started my sports career, if it's going to be like that. So it's, it is a very cool topic. Uh, We're excited. Also, I was going to mention Ella that we're going to be bringing in, like correspondence in a way. So people from all over the country that mainly cover the um, power five conferences. So I think that'll be a unique twist to it as well. Yes. I'm definitely excited to hear from people around the country who are inside these programs day in and day out, obviously going to Ohio state and then doing work for the big 10 network and things like that. I feel very close to the big 10 and that's where my love for college football grew. Um, Even though I, follow all college football, I'm excited to bring in different voices and perspectives from other places to really help us in leading awesome discussions throughout the college football season and beyond. Because after the college football season, the season never ends, right? It just keeps going. And we'll be talking draft coverage and things like that and watching these college guys move on to the next level. And before we kind of get into some more different things about this podcast. I wanted us to both just so if there's new people that are joining in listening to this podcast, because now they're like, okay, this is going to be a college football podcast. I wanted to really briefly talk about just our backgrounds with growing up in college football. We're obviously both have started covering them on different sides of the country. So uh, I really quickly went to Washington State, like Ella mentioned, graduated from Washington State. And my first big year of college football was probably uh, my first full-time job in Montgomery, Alabama. I covered both Auburn and Alabama. I covered Nick Saban actually coming into Alabama the second year I was in that state. And so I have really grown up kind of watching Nick Saban grow as a coach there, which is crazy to think about now that 
his success level is where it is now. I also covered Auburn there, which at the time had Tommy Tuberville. They were better than Alabama, if that's crazy enough to say. Uh, they had won like five or six straight Iron Bulls. Wow. Which is isn't that crazy to think That's about? Heard of now? Yeah, yeah, and so that was really cool. And then I have also covered FCS football. I covered the Mont- Montana Grizzlies up in Montana. I have covered the Pac-12. I covered Arizona for two years, and then I went to Columbus and, and covered Ohio State in their first national championship year in 2014. And now I'm back in the SEC covering Tennessee and Vanderbilt. So uh, I have an array of college football knowledge, and it, I'm not biased. Because just because I'm from the Pac-12, being able to step out of the conference that you, I guess, grew up with and went to school in is sometimes a good thing because you look at things and you're not afraid to pick it apart, which sometimes I think those things need to be said. So I will not be afraid on this college football podcast to pick conferences apart and pick coaches and you know programs. I'm going to give my honest truth on them. So definitely be ready for that, too. So for me, obviously, I graduated from Ohio State. As I said, my first year at Ohio State, they won the national championship. So I had transferred to Ohio State my sophomore year. That's quite a way to start your your time at a school like Ohio State is with a national championship. Because as anyone could probably imagine, after that January 12th, I believe, night, that whole semester was never the same. I mean, people were just just love and life the whole way through. Um, but it obviously set such an expectation and such, you know, a, a, a bar so high for the following seasons. You thinking that was my first season, you know, you want every year to be like that. And right. obviously it's not going to be, but I'm glad I had that memory. And my sister went to Alabama and she also had a national championship night herself. So I'm glad we both got to experience that at one point or another. And then Being at Ohio State, I covered a lot of, obviously, Ohio State football and football in the Big Ten and then went on to do work for the Big Ten Network. And so I've been really around the Big Ten most of my time. Again, my sister going to Alabama got me very interested in the SEC as well. And I think going to a Big Ten school, you're automatically interested in an SEC school because there's always that battle and that argument, you know, that the SEC is the power conference and the big 10 is kind of the little brother to the sec i love that discussion we can get into that on this podcast any day of the week so i'm really really excited i growing up in philadelphia it's a professional sports town so i didn't grow up with a college football team Um, i didn't have some allegiance prior to going to ohio state i liked college football and i loved watching college game day on saturdays but it was a little different for me Um, you know it was kind of eagles all the time So I'm excited to share all of my passions. And like you said, I'm not biased as well. Maybe that one week, Thanksgiving week, I might be a little bit. (laughs) But other than that, I'm very excited to share opinions and get into some heated discussions. And you know us, Kayla, when we talk off the podcast on the phone all the time, we're not afraid to voice our opinions. So so I'm ready to get into it on this podcast. Well, first of all, you guys, we do have an announcement to make. 
Bluemeyer is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. So go to harrys.com slash bluewire to save $10 on a value trial set. And that includes a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. You can get all of that for just $3 shipped right to your door. You know, enough with the cheap razors. It is totally worth trying Harry's. Harry's has fixed shaving by combining a simple clean design with quality and durable blades at a fair price. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash bluewire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for $3. All right. Well, if you guys are just joining or uh, for some reason missed the whole first part of this podcast, (laughs) we just wanted to reiterate the fact that we are relaunching. We are going to be press pass a college, what is it, inside a college football podcast. Yes, a college football podcast. Press pass a college football pro- podcast. And here's the thing, people. We aren't going to change what we do in terms of our opinions and how we you know, go about this podcast. We're still going to be bringing guests on. Uh, we hope every week just the podcast is going to be focused on college football. And we both know that there are so many storylines when it comes to this game. And I think every year, as much as we think one team is going to be really good, there's always storylines that come about. So I think that it's going to be fresh every week. There's going to be new things to talk about. And hopefully you guys, even if you don't love college football, maybe you can stick around and stay tuned and maybe you'll begin to really like it, right? I know. I can't understand how anyone could have loved college football. So please. I feel like everyone has a team, right? You have to. You have to. It's the best. College football is the best. Tweet me. At me. I said it. It's the best. Well, and we all have our different sports that we love. I mean, I am always honest, and my favorite sports are hockey and baseball, but I've been around college football my whole career, and so I it's natural for me to talk about it. And I love when college football season gets here because there's just like this feeling in the air during that fall month and everything that it's just, it gets so exciting and you just feel like, okay, you want to get like your long sleeve, you know, clothing on and your boots on and and get geared up. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think this year, Ella, we are going to be previewing starting next Monday. We're going to start previewing the Power Five conferences. But there's so much, I think, that can go on this year. They're always the big, big like hitters that stick out. Like Alabama and Clemson have ruled the college football coop in a while. You know, you could probably put Georgia up there now. But we want to talk about some of the teams that may be surprised teams this year, you know, maybe players that you might not think about right off the bat that could have big years. That's all stuff that we're going to get to. And even in those heavy hitters to dig a little deeper, you know, like I would, this is the stuff that keeps me up at night. I was even thinking the other night when I was laying in bed, you know, Tua for the first time is actually under a lot of pressure. And Mm -hmm. so that's something 
that is so fascinating to talk about heading into this new season because last season it was kind of he was the hero the year before let's see what he can do obviously he played out of his mind but there was always that in the back of your head well Jalen Hurts is on the bench if this kid Mm -hmm. actually turns out to not be that good he was phenomenal but he couldn't deliver in the SEC championship and couldn't deliver in the national championship. So what is he made of this year? And there's so much more pressure. So even in those heavy hitter programs that we're used to seeing, there's storylines there that deserve our attention. And I'm excited to dig into those as well. But just like what you and I love to do in our jobs, we love to uncover those other stories that maybe people aren't talking about yet or talking about those players that might have a breakout season. And that's what makes college football so fascinating because there are, you know, the kind of the givens and then the real showstoppers, I guess you could say, the really unexpected moments and players. And that's another thing. College football is made up of moments and I love the moments in between. Yeah. And there are so many things going to this year. I was actually doing some research the past couple of nights and I was just looking at some of the storylines in the conferences and there are some good ones I mean speaking you said Jalen Hurts who obviously transferred he's going to be playing at Oklahoma now uh, under Lincoln Riley who has really proven to be a quarterback whisper of sorts so I do think it's going to be interesting to see if he can develop Jalen even more there and what could we see could we see a, a rivalry of maybe Jalen kind of becoming the quarterback talk instead of two. I mean, I, this is the kind of stuff I just hope for. Right. And then with your, with you, I'm sure you're interested in the storyline. I think everybody just assumes since urban Meyer is no longer the head coach at Ohio state. I think everybody assumes it's Michigan's conference to dominate. And I don't know if I would agree with that because I've seen so much out of Ryan day. And I think the players and respect and love him. And we saw what he did when he did fill in for urban. So I don't think that's a given either. Definitely not a given. I think kind of like you said, people just assume urban Meyer is no longer there. The big time just goes to Michigan. Right. But urban Meyer recruited all of the players that are currently at Ohio state. Right. Right. Ryan day was still on the staff. So they're Ryan days players too. I hate when new coaches come in to the scene and they're just referred to as the old coaches' players. They're Ryan Day's players, too. Maybe not the yeah. defensive guys he had as much to do with at the time, but they're now his players. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot to say for a guy that's already been on the staff. He was in the Urban Meyer system. It's not as much of a transition, I think, as people are expecting. Is he Urban Meyer caliber? I don't know. No one knows. We won't know until they start playing football. But – It's going to be very interesting to see if this is a hard transition or if it's very smooth. Um, But I wouldn't go out on a limb and just say, oh, it's this person's conference now. It's definitely not Penn State's. I think they're in trouble this year. But is it again between Ohio State and Michigan? Well, we just have to wait and see. We'll have to see. And one thing that we aren't going to leave out because I am from the West Coast and I will make sure there is no East Coast bias, although we are both over on this side of the country, we are going to be definitely talking about the Pac-12 this year because Mm -hmm. the Pac-12 has to do something as a conference this year. Mm -hmm. They have to show that they are a Power 5 
dominant conference again. And that has been something that they have struggled with the past couple of years. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's specific coaches. I think it's a, a thing that they all need to sit down as a conference and reevaluate what they're doing. Uh, the Pac-12 network is definitely involved with this because the SEC network, now the ACC network and Big Ten, I think blow them out of the water. Uh, that obviously brings in, generates a lot of money, which therefore brings in new recruits and good recruits. So I think that there's something that I'm going to watch there this season with how the Big 12 responds. Can they get to the um, college football playoff? Can they get a team there? They've got the talent at Washington and Oregon. Utah is going to be a hard hitter. They have one of the best defenses in the country. Mm -hmm. Right. Can USC somehow come back as a power conference in college football? How long does it take to get them back to where they used to be? When I went to school, when Pete Carroll was coaching there, uh, there are so many good storylines over there. And there's some big name coaches. Uh, Sumlin, he is mm-hmm. at Arizona, obviously came over from AM. Can he do anything to revive that program? There's Herm Edwards at ASU who had a pretty good season last year. Can he continue that? There's a lot of good storylines over there. They don't get as much attention. So we're going to make sure to bring a lot of that as well. Definitely. I I think it's an interesting conference to, to talk about, really. I mean, like you said, they need to do a lot as a conference this season. and And that's true. And mm-hmm. they have teams that get so close, like Washington yeah, has been there, and they just can't get it done. I mean, even last mm-hmm. year when they played Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, it wasn't a college football playoff game, but it was the Rose Bowl. And that was an opportunity sure. to make a statement to beat Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. I mean, they, yeah. they've had the opportunities. They just need to do it. Absolutely. No, you're right. And that's that's the difference, though, of being good and great and being a program that's going to be talked about as being a power program and a, a program that's on the cusp. On the cusp doesn't cut it anymore. No. You have to be great. You, If you want to be up there with Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, I'll put in there now. Those are schools that you mentioned right off the top that you're like, those are good programs, right? Mm-hmm. When I think of Washington and Oregon and USC, I'm like, ah, oh, they're good, but I'm not going to put them up there with those programs. They're still playing in the pinstripe bowl. Right. I don't know if they, they even, played one of them, but that was just like a, you know, well, a yeah, middle yeah. bowl that I could think of. And you got to win. Pac-12 has not won bowl games. Right. They are Their record is awful. So until they can prove that, I'm not going to give them as much respect as maybe some people who are over there and covering those teams are. And guess what? I can because I went to school over there and I followed the conferences and coaches. So hate me or love me, I'm going to voice my opinion on it. They they got to they gotta make some moves. That's for sure. Because the discussion is going to remain SEC versus the Big Ten yep. with Oklahoma sitting there, Clemson sitting there. I think we're going to hear some from Texas this year, too. Yeah, Tom Herman, we both were there when he was at Ohio State. They beat beat Georgia in the postseason, man. Yeah, they they beat Georgia. And so I think he's got that program on the right track. Texas definitely needs a revival. That is a school that, my goodness, isn't it crazy to think that we have not talked about Texas in several years after the powerhouse they were for so many years consistently? Not crazy. I know. I think that's college football. (laughs) It's awesome. I mean, I'm excited to see Texas A&M, to be honest with you. I think Jimbo Mm -hmm. Fisher's cooking up something down there. Georgia 
if Georgia and Alabama meet again in the SEC championship, they're they're out for blood if they meet again. Georgia is. I'm I'm a big fan of Jake from State Farm. Jake from I say State Jake from State Farm because yeah. it's Jake from you know. I watched that. You should watch Ella. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's uh, when he was in high school. It's called QB One. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, oh, and right. you grow up watch like that's why I'm a big fan of uh, Jake Fromm because I watched this Netflix show when he was in high school before he became Jake Fromm Mm -hmm. at Georgia and it's a really cool look at his life like in high school and when he was recruited and and it kind of connects you with the player now that is at Georgia which I'm sure he's a little bit different isn't Tate Martell on that too he is and that's another thing like Tate Martell who is now at Miami in Miami Miami, let me really quickly before we uh kind of wrap things up Miami's a program to look out for Ella Manny Diaz is a guy that I think is really going to get these players to buy in. He understands the culture of Miami. He understands what you have to do. I think he's a really good fit. And when it comes down to it, college football nowadays and college football coaches, it's all about the fit. And I think that Manny Diaz is the fit for this program to bring Miami back. And, hey, look, I'd like to see Miami back. I'd like to see the Canes back in the college football talk of programs that are right up there. So I think that'll be cool. To see. Ooh. And saying in the state of Florida, too, I'm interested to see what the Gators do under Dan Mullen. He looked like yeah. he really he really turned things around last season, relatively speaking, to what they were before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's another program that would be interesting to see back in the mix. You know, Saturdays in the swamp, I just have been pretty tragic the past However, so many years and it wasn't always that way. So that's another one. I mean, we can keep going on on you know, teams you hope to see at the top again who once were there. And even just speaking on the ACC as a whole, too, you talk so much about the Pac-12 and what they need to do as a conference. People don't put that same pressure on the ACC because they have the success of Clemson. But the ACC as a whole needs to do the same thing as the Pac-12 and do something as a conference. They can't – I mean, Clemson's put the team on their back, that's for sure. But it's not up to Clemson because there's no other competitive team – in the ACC besides besides Clemson. No, and when you think about the other team that's going to be probably somewhat decent there is Syracuse, and Syracuse is not a, fo- a program <laughs> known for football. It's known for basketball. Right. But, you know, that's, that's the other team you're talking about this year when you're thinking about, okay, success in ACC. Uh, Syracuse is probably the, the other school that's going to have some success and maybe right. have a 10-plus win season. But Miami needs to get back there. Florida State, they're irrelevant. Oh, that my is, gosh. They basically yeah. fell off the country last year. Right. That is a program that can't do that. Yeah. It's Florida State. It's a power program. That's got to get back there. So we're excited to see like how this all unfolds. And every week we're going to be bringing you this stuff. We're going to be bringing you the drama, bringing you the upsets, all of that stuff. I love and the upsets. I know. The upsets are the freaking best. Speaking of Syracuse, Syracuse has done that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, they they, they've created those upsets. They so have. it's fun because you never know what you're going to get on any given college football weekend. Real quickly, Ella, we are going to be going ahead and putting our logo out there this week. Mm-hmm. We are going to be putting some new stuff on social 
just to reiterate, we've changed a little bit up on social. So why don't you let them know what we're doing now in terms of getting stuff out? Because we're changing up our platforms just a little bit. Yes. So on Twitter, you can just follow us on our personal accounts. That's where we'll be cranking out our normal content and our opinions and things like that around the sports world. But especially once we get into that college football season, even now I've been tweeting about college football, that will all be done on our personal accounts. That's at Ella Didge and at Kayla Anderson TV. We'll have a lot of stuff up on Twitter. And then on Instagram, we still have press pass pod. Please go give that a follow. And then our personal accounts as well at Ella Didge and at Kayla Anderson TV on are you kayla anderson tv on instagram mm-hmm. kayla yep. anderson tv on instagram as well so in in the coming weeks we're going to be discussing other ways to get content out there and to carry these discussions we're having on the podcast to other platforms whether that be through video or you know we're obviously always tweeting but definitely through video and other sorts of yeah. things like that kayla has some cool things coming up at work as well involving college football and you can follow us on all those platforms to get all of that good stuff and please interact with us we want to know where your college football fandom lies and so we can really get these discussions going and and interact with all of you through the podcast so please give us a follow and of course if you're listening on itunes please press that subscribe button and leave us a rate or review And so just to reiterate the fact, when you go to Press Pass, you're not going to see that same graphic with our faces on it, the purple graphic. It's going to be a new graphic with a big scoreboard. You're going to see it. We're going to put it out all over our Instagram and Twitter in the next uh, few days. So look for that when you are going on your phone or on your computer. Just don't freak out if you don't see the big purple graphic. It's going to be a big college football scoreboard and it's still going to say press pass a college football podcast this time so look for that because I know sometimes people freak out if they don't see that graphic yes don't you worry don't you worry we got some we got a a photo shoot we just did so we're going to get some fresh pictures out there too so and shout uh, out shout out to um to blue wire who has uh, yeah supported us through this change of course russell who designed our logo he's the bomb and, and Tristan, Tristan, our, our boy editor. Tristan. Tristan has been killing the editing game. He's our he's our correspondent A up in Toronto, yeah. our Canadian friend. And then uh, obviously Kevin Jones, who has obviously done so much for us at Blue Wire and gone through our growing pains and changes. It's it's been a ride, but we're hoping that this one really gets some new viewers or listeners in and just takes off. Viewers. You can't let go of the viewers. I know. I can't let go of the viewers. I'm sorry. I'm a TV personality first and foremost. Um, But now that we are entering football season two, we're on the topic of Blue Wire. If you search Blue Wire on iTunes, you can find a million different NFL pods. Anything that suits your fancy. Is that the the thing that suits your fancy? Yeah. Okay. There's a little bit of everything now, I swear, yeah. on Blue Wire. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything it you can think of. So check it out. Their website is great. And you can pretty much just see all of the podcasts there and choose what you want. But of course, choose us, number one, please. Subscribe. Subscribe. Okay, well, I'm so glad you guys were here to listen to our formatting change. I hope you guys stick with us, even if you aren't huge college football fans. Guess what? We'll still bring you our our, uh, lovely personalities, our spicy personalities. So maybe that will keep you with us. So until next time, Monday, next Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, we'll be starting our new 
podcast, our new format. So look for that. We'll start our previews of the Power 5 conferences. Woo! All right. Have a good one.